Grant's fresh, handsome young face and eager attitude were hard to miss around the office, and neither was how ridiculously sexy he looked in his tailored, form-fitting suit. Everyone had a crush on Grant, especially Derek, who would often slip into elaborate fantasies about the two of them passionately making out in secluded corners of the office. Derek knew that his dirty daydreams would one day get him into trouble. He didn't know, however, that today would be the day. Hi everyone, it's me, Casey, your host for Steamy Stories, the podcast where bromance becomes bromosexual. Welcome to Season 4. Yep, we've got a whole new collection of sexy stories for you. And I know you can't wait to hear them. So, let's get right to it with Secret Office Crush. Derek was slight, yet strapping in his build. His wholesome, innocent, conservative appearance made him the perfect intern for a bustling corporation. A recent graduate from film school, the university's career placement program put him at a high-end talent agency that represented fitness models, power brokers, and movie stars. It was his first job out of college, and he was eager to use his entry-level position to climb the corporate ladder and one day be a top-tier artist representative. Celebrities passed through the doors of the mega-talent agency on a daily basis, but none of them were of interest to him. He only had eyes for one man in the building, Grant Goldwyn. With a stylish haircut and exotic Mediterranean good looks at six foot one inch, Grant was a few years older than Derek and everything he wanted in a man. He was sweet, intelligent, articulate, and oh so hot. Grant was someone who would not only be the perfect boyfriend for Derek, but a success at any endeavor he applied himself to. Grant was Barry Brunswick's assistant. Barry was the head honcho at the company. He not only represented the most impressive clients and stars, but him liking you was the key to advancement at the job. Everything about the agency was high-tech. Most of the employees there didn't receive physical mail anymore in the office. Everyone was predominantly paper-free by now, except for Barry. He was old school and liked his letters written on actual paper and his boxes and mail brought to him. Unlike his contemporaries, Barry received multiple letters and packages every day. Most found it annoying that the boss still used snail mail, but Derek didn't mind at all. He was delighted with Barry's traditional approach to receiving his mail, since his internship was working in the mailroom. Delivering Barry's post ensured his employment and provided him with the opportunity to see his man crush, Grant. Every day, Barry would receive either a letter or a package that required delivery. Derek would eagerly await its arrival and then quickly run it up and deliver it to Grant. Sometimes, Derek would casually bump into Grant in the halls, 
often prompting his undersexed imagination into overdrive. Derek's first daydream about Grant unexpectedly happened on his third day at the firm. It took place in one of the dining areas in the building, when Derek entered the commissary expecting it to be empty. Rather than calmly entering, he had rushed into the room to grab a Coke, at the same time that Grant had poured himself a hot tea. The two men collided, causing Grant to spill the scalding water on himself. Grant insisted that he was fine and explained that Derek need not worry. He assured him that he had a second shirt and tie at his desk that he could put on. As Grant unbuttoned the wet shirt, time seemed to slow down for Derek as Grant revealed his sexy body. Derek became flush at the sight of Grant's hairless chest, square pectoral muscles, and ripped abs. He stood frozen, motionless as he imagined his crush's toned, hot body against his. Dude, are you good? Is everything okay? Derek snapped out of his fantasy when Grant repeatedly asked him if everything was alright. Derek was shocked to see Grant holding up an unspilled cup of hot water safely in his hands. Clearly no accident had occurred. It was all in his mind. Derek scampered away, embarrassed at having such a vivid and realistic fantasy right in front of the man of his dreams. The second of Derek's fantastical daydreams happened when the two men bumped into each other in the parking garage. It was during his lunch break when he ran into the garage to grab his phone charger from his car. Grant had just parked his new BMW in the spot next to him and exited with his food. Without either of the men noticing the other, they turned and collided. Derek's imagination ran wild as he fantasized about Grant offering to show off the back seat of his new car. Do you like the smell of a new car? I just got this BMW and it's incredibly roomy, especially the back seat. I've been dying to show it off. Would you like to see it? He asked with a wink. Derek replied, Sure. Thus inviting Grant to press him hard against the automobile and kiss him deeply, Grant immediately wrapped his arms around Derek's torso, pressing his lips against him. The two men kissed hard. It was just a prelude to what was about to happen on the car's luxurious, plush leatherback seat. Hey, man, forget your charger in your car? I do that all the time. Grant chuckled at the situation, instantly snapping Derek out of his fantasy and into a panic. He hastily retreated to the safety of the mailroom again. Derek did his best to keep his deliveries to Grant and his boss Barry quick, since he knew that the more time he spent with Grant, the more he'd dream about him. It was the 4th of July weekend, and everyone in the office had packed up for the holiday. As Derek locked the mailroom to head home, one final package arrived for 
urgent delivery. The small box was marked, Hand Deliver to Barry Brunswick. Derek quickly grabbed the box and hastily ran it up to the executive floor in hopes of catching one last glimpse of Grant. The elevator seemed to take forever to arrive, since everyone was heading down to the parking lot. Seeing Grant is the perfect end to my day. I'll just run up the stairs. Derek rushed up the stairs and headed down the long hall. He was happy to see Grant still at his desk. Ugh, I'm not too late. He's still here. Last minute special delivery for Mr. Brunswick, Derek shouted, excited to see his secret crush. Grant was pleased to see Derek too. He must have been expecting the package for his boss based on how happy he was to receive the small box. As the two young men exchanged quick pleasantries, Grant's boss turned off the lights and closed his office door in preparation to leave for the day. What's this? Did someone send me something? This late in the day? He rhetorically asked. Grant quickly responded. I'll handle it. I'm sure it's nothing that needs your immediate attention. Enjoy the long weekend. I'll take care of it. Barry insisted he opened the box and hastily snapped it from Grant's hands. I'll open it now, especially since I won't be in the office again until Tuesday. Grant attempted to focus his attention elsewhere as his boss tore into the small box. Barry loudly exclaimed in an aggravated voice, Is this a joke? Who's sending me my own stapler? Barry quickly focused on Derek as he barked, You! From the mailroom. Find out who this is from and how did they get into my office to steal my stapler. Someone must be playing some kind of joke on me and I want to know who it is. Derek panicked at the frustrated tone from the big boss. Of course, sir. I'll see what I can find out. I'm so sorry about this. Barry continued. It's not your fault. Just find out who is up to these shenanigans. Yes, sir. Derek replied as he made a hasty retreat back towards the stairwell and down towards the mailroom to safety. Minutes later, Derek was back in the small, cluttered mailroom, trying to catch his breath from the trauma of the incident. What am I supposed to do? How the hell am I going to find out who took his stapler? My job is to just drop off packages to the person whose name is on the box? Am I going to lose this job over this? As Derek's mind reeled about what to do, he looked up. Everyone had left the building, and he was alone. Oh, I really screwed up this time. I'm going to be fired for sure. I'll lose my job and never see Grant again. As Derek's heart raced and his mind tried to make sense of what happened, he looked up towards the door. Without him realizing it, Grant had slowly and quietly been moving toward him. Derek was now all too familiar with his fantasies about Grant, so he decided to just give in to his daydream. As he approached, Grant tenderly stated, I came down here because I have a confession for you. I want you to know that I'm the one who put the stapler in the box for my boss. I've been the one behind all the deliveries he receives. All those boxes and envelopes sent to Barry are because I want to see you. I'm here to tell you that I've had a crush on you since the day you started. 
and I've been desperate to kiss you. Grant took Derek in his arms and pressed his hungry mouth against his. The two kissed intimately, lovingly. Grant grabbed Derek's ass firmly and squeezed it in his strong hands. Grant then lifted him on the counter and pulled him between his legs snugly so Derek could feel just how excited Grant was to have him in his arms. Derek was impressed with what was now pressing up against the front of his chinos. As the two men pressed against the other in a fiery frenzy of desire, Derek suddenly stopped and pulled back with a silly smile on his face. Is everything okay? Grant asked, confused at the sudden change in Derek's enthusiasm. Yes, oh, I'm great, but better than great. I, I don't want this daydream to end, exclaimed Derek. This is the best fantasy I've had about you yet. It feels so real. Grant laughed as he wrapped Derek snugly between the legs, pulling him closer. Is this real enough? Derek's eyes lit up as he realized that he wasn't daydreaming this time after all. Grant was there, in his mailroom, between his legs, and in his arms. So, I'm not in trouble? Derek wondered. Only if you stop kissing me, Grant replied with a heavy, eager breath. Barry won't remember the stapler package by the time Tuesday rolls around, and even if he does, I'll tell him it was just a ploy so I could get you to come to my desk, and eventually, hopefully, in my bed. Derek couldn't believe what was happening. Without a second thought, he declared... There's a couch in the executive suite. Being the mailroom guy, I have keys to every door in the building. Where should we go? Grant replied, What's wrong with right here? I can't wait to have you. This desk will do just fine. Grant continued as he skillfully unfastened Derek's chinos, prompting them to drop to his ankles. Derek wholeheartedly agreed. The desk will be perfect. I guess Derek had one more package to deliver before the weekend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Steamy Stories, written by J.C. Calciano and narrated by me, Casey. Later, bro.